Welcome to Saturday Morning Chats, hosted by author, life coach, and mystic, Tanya Lampley, where you will hear inspiring views, hot topics, and a bevy of information intended to help you make your life over. Hi, friends, and welcome back on today's episode of Saturday Morning Chats. I'm going to be discussing the concept of joy. And I think that this podcast really does piggyback nicely along with the podcast that I did titled, I think it was titled Life User Manual. And then I I had Read First behind it. A lot of these concepts are going to be very closely related. Um, They're linked, they're intertwined, they piggyback on one another. Because what I've discovered is that there are just a few basic things that if we master them will bring us more satisfaction in our day-to-day lives and in our human existence. And I will be the first to say, and I've said it before, that this thing that we're doing here called uh, being a human being, (laughs) it is not easy. It is not for the faint of heart, but there are a few things, uh, a few concepts that if you understand and if you master them, it will make the journey much, much sweeter. And I can speak from experience. That's why I am here. I have discovered for the first time in my life, an oasis of joy and peace and satisfaction that exists. Do I bask and reside and swim in that oasis 24 hours a day? Not by a long shot. But what's different now is that I know that the oasis is there. And after I've complained and huffed and puffed and pouted, I know to run back and deep dive into the oasis of peace and joy. And that's a conversation that we simply haven't been having. And so I'm here to try to share what I've learned to master my own life with you. Many of us are going through this experience and we're trying to figure out why things aren't working and what is wrong. And there are some concepts out there that just really aren't being talked about in the mainstream that once you get it, everything starts to make more sense and this gets a little bit easier. So having said that, today's concept is the concept of joy. Now, I come from a Christian background, largely evangelistic or Pentecostal, we'll say, And that I was always trained to believe that my life was about struggle and suffering because struggle and suffering was what made us more like Christ. And so if you believe that, that's great. More power to you. I'm not here to debate it or to shift anyone's beliefs. I'm just here to share my experience and what I've learned and the things that have helped me. And I now believe at this age that life is not about struggle at all. That life really is A, about our growth and expansion, 
And I, I say that repeatedly on these podcasts. But the ultimate goal for us is actually joy and happiness. And let me explain how I know that. So we are having this earthly experience and we are at every turn um, faced with the choice to make. And each of those choices that we are making, we think that if we had that thing or purchased that or had that relationship, that it would bring us joy, that it would bring us happiness. And so our entire expansion, the process of expansion is built on that premise of desire. We desire to be more, one, because it's a spiritual imperative, but two, in our conscious mind, we desire things because we feel that they're going to bring us happiness and joy. When was the last time you bought something because you felt like it was going to make you feel bad? You may have purchased something out of necessity, but inherent in that is the notion that when I buy this, I don't care if it's toilet paper or feminine products, (laughs) that this is going to somehow either bring me joy or ease my suffering in some way so that I can ultimately find joy and happiness. Am I wrong? And so when you think about that, you start to understand that just about everything that we're doing is because we are in search of peace, joy, and happiness. I'll go ahead and throw peace in there. Peace is very closely related to joy. It's very hard to find joy when you are in the midst of chaos and things that you don't desire. So happiness, peace, That's what we're all after. And I say that is really the ultimate goal. And now the trick becomes, we know that growth and expansion is very much a part of our process. And let me spend a little bit of time on the growth and expansion piece here because it is very closely tied to joy. Let's say, for example you wanted a particular promotion and you didn't get it. You kind of have two choices in that situation. You can take a higher minded view of that, which is the spiritual mind or which is the growth pathway. And you can say, you know what? At this point in my journey, I either wasn't ready for that or I need to develop more skill or I need to shed some level of dysfunction that's within me, whether it's fear, whether it is learning a new skill, whatever be the case, you could look at that particular situation through the mindset of it just wasn't time. I just wasn't ready. But because I understand that my human process is much bigger than this one particular moment in time, I'm going to be okay with what has just happened to me. Disappointed, yes, but I'm understanding that everything that is happening to me is much, much bigger than what I currently see and even what I'm feeling in the moment. And so I'm going to be at peace with it. 
The other option you have is to kick and scream and be disappointed and complain and call people names and blaspheme people and cry foul and cry discrimination and all of this unfair treatment and just totally spiral down to those base levels of vibration. Of course, the first scenario is a much better choice. And so growth and expansion are directly tied to joy. To the extent that I'm growing, to the extent that I'm expanding, to the extent that I'm shedding, I'm not going to go down into the dumps about one particular thing that happens to me. I'm going to understand that, mm, you know what, this was a failure. I'm going to try to look at it and see if I can figure out why it was a failure. And then I'm just on to the next thing because I know that eventually I'm going to get to where I need to get to because I've submitted to the growth process. So when you do that, joy comes back. After the initial day or so, you lick your wounds, the embarrassment, when you go back into work and everybody knows you didn't get the job, you're just on with your life. You find joy again. So the process of growth leads to joy. They are cut buddies, if you will. So in theory, we're all barreling towards that much larger goal that's just hanging out there of joy. And I don't know if I ever really thought about it in terms of this before or this succinctly. I was speaking to a person the other day and the person is newly dating. And I was saying to this person, remember the relationship or the process that you're going through is not about the guy is not about the man the end game is joy and so if the end game is joy you're gonna make a better choice not that she was making a wrong choice because she wasn't but this just kind of bubbled up in my mindset a lot of us are choosing a man simply because it's a man or simply because we want companionship but if the end game is joy you can't stop at just wanting companionship. You have to pick someone that's going to offer a joyous experience. So it's a little bit bigger than that, right? Anybody can go and get a job. You can go and just work anything. But if that job is not suited to you, you're not going to find satisfaction. The end game is always joy. So you gotta make a better choice. Now sometimes you do what you gotta do to get to where you need to get to, and that's fine. Submit that particular process to the growth process and understand that, hey, I have to do A, B, C, and D until I can get to where I wanna get to. That's fair. But just understand that the end game is always joy, no matter what we're doing. The end game is always joy and how we can have more of it that's what we're after. And so here's the thing. If the end game is always joy and expansion says, I am always going to be filled with desire because desire is a spiritual imperative. As human beings, we have been given a seed of growth. 
becoming more. If I have a house, I want a nicer house oftentimes. If I have a car, I want a nicer car. We understand that that is an aspect of the human experience. And so if I understand that and I know that my desire is always going to be there and that I'm always going to be growing, the question then becomes if the end game is always joy, can I find joy without the stuff? And the answer is a resounding yes. These are conversations that we haven't been having. So people think when I get the man in my bed, I'm going to be happy. When I get the new BMW, I'm going to be happy. And there's nothing wrong with wanting those things. Like I said, desire is a human condition. We've all been given the seed of desire to want to expand. Now it's been perverted and sometimes that looks like greed and harming other people and getting things that we can't really afford. We're not talking about that, but we're just talking about the inherent condition of the human experience that says, I want to challenge myself to see what I'm capable of. We're talking about that level of desire, when it's healthy, when I wanna become more. If I'm an administrator, now I wanna run the company. There's nothing wrong with that, as long as it's not coming from a dysfunctional place. That is very healthy. That is a human condition. We should always be growing and expanding. But at the same time, we should always be joyous. And I think that's the piece that we're missing. We're missing if I didn't get the promotion that I can't have joy. And we're spiraling down to those lower levels of vibration where we're cursing the journey, where we're getting angry and upset with people and we're wondering why me. It is possible to understand this perspective, this journey is long. And as such, a lot of things are gonna happen on this journey. Things that we want, and sometimes things that we want are gonna be delayed or never show up at all. And the question then becomes, how joyous can we be? I'm telling you. If we can find a way to access that joy, no matter what is going on around us, the journey just got sweeter. We just mastered it all. And that's the piece that we've all been missing. We've been missing the fact that I have access to joy no matter what. Now, it does require work. You have to grow and you have to become more. You have to expand yourself and change your mindset and elevate your consciousness in order to find joy when you're in the midst of disappointment, but it is possible. And to the extent that you can train yourself to do it, then there's almost nothing that could present itself on your path that will shake you. And that is the way that God intended for us to live. He didn't intend for us to get down in these dumps like we're doing or harming other people when things don't go our way. He meant for us to sit back and take a look at the long haul and understand it. In that last podcast of Life User Manual, I said it's almost like a video game. So if you're from my generation, think of um, like a Donkey Kong. You know, you're at the beginning of that journey and all these obstacles and stuff are just kind of inserting themselves on your pathway and you're jumping over them. And sometimes you got to jump higher. Sometimes you have to be a little bit more agile or you got to be quicker. 
That is what this whole thing was about. And through each obstacle, you get better and better and better. It's just like playing a video game. The more you play it, the longer you play it, you start to elevate your skill level. You advance and you move to um, higher levels that you know weren't accessible when you first started playing. And I think life is like that in that we are supposed to be developing skills as we're going along. We weren't supposed to be just going off the cliff and staying there and staying in the dumps or getting down about life. Um, the United States has some of the highest depression rates in the absolute world. And uh, the medication, the anxiety, the Xanax, and all of those um, antidepressants and anti-anxiety medications have become a way of life. And there's nothing wrong with that if you need that. But I think that a lot of people are there with those substances and in the pits of depression because we aren't having the conversations about what life is. And so the inherent human desire to want more is getting perverted. And so because you aren't getting what you want, people aren't getting what they want, they're getting in the down in the doldrums, they're getting depressed. Instead of expanding their being, instead of looking at it um, over the long haul and, and having the larger perspective of what it is and understanding that yes, the stuff is going to bring you joy, but you can have joy without the stuff. We've all seen those people. Again, I come from the Christian uh, discipline and I can remember seeing some of those old saints and those old saints live by the joy of the Lord is my strength. Whatever your discipline, whatever you practice, whatever perspective you believe, find joy in that and understand that, yes, we expand and grow and that the stuff is good. It is good to be human and it is good to have things. But that is not what this journey is about. This journey is about our own expansion and this journey has the end goal of joy. And we can have that without the stuff. I hope this makes sense. I hope you will find joy in your everyday experience. To the extent that you do that, you're gonna find life much, much sweeter. I'll give an example from my own life, a couple of things that I now do that I didn't do before that I always just was filled with a sense of dread whenever I had to clean or cook or do those kinds of domestic things. That's not my bailiwick. But I found a way to make that process as joyous as possible. And one of the things that I do because I love learning for me, knowledge is everything. Growth, this uh, kind of information that I offer here is literally my life's blood. And so if I can find someone else that's talking about this, I go back and I listen to some of the older um, people that understood a lot of this knowledge. Ernest Holmes, you all have heard me uh, speak about. There are others. Uh, Florence Scoville Shin is another one. I hope you guys will go back and find some of their information or find their books. They, they're on Amazon for a little bit of nothing. 
and start digging into some of this information about how to change your consciousness. But because I love it, I can turn several hours of cleaning into a joyous experience because it's not about cleaning for me. It's about learning. So if I can put on a podcast or if I can put on um, a book on tape and I can listen to some information while I'm cleaning, it has literally transformed that particular job into an extremely joyous process for me something that I look forward to doing uh, with cooking I always dreaded cooking but hey we have to do some of these things you got to feed your family and I began to experiment with different recipes and start to ask myself well what happens if I add this and what happens if I do this and so the discovery process of cooking has made that entire process into something that it never was before for me. I actually find joy when I go to cook. I actually am excited about what it's gonna taste like and just seeing my husband revel in something new that I've made or something that I've changed or in how good something turned out. So it's really transformed that experience for me. I have learned to find joy in the most minute of things, even cleaning the toilet. And I know that sounds crazy because I hate doing it. I don't know anyone that loves cleaning the toilet, but what I did do was shift my focus to the fact that I really love sitting on a pristine toilet. Like that fills me with such joy because I don't like germs. So I am motivated to clean that toilet and keep that toilet clean because I shifted my focus from the doldrums of cleaning it to knowing, hey, every time I have to use the bathroom, this toilet is free of germs, completely transformed that process for me, so. The end game, you guys, really is joy. Everything that you're doing, you're doing it because it's gonna bring you some sense of peace or joy or satisfaction or happiness. That's the end game. And if that is the end game, find it without the stuff. Find the joy regardless of what you have or don't have or what's happening or not happening. It's available to all of us in each and every moment. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. It means so much to me that you would take time out of your busy day to join me on this podcast. And I hope you find the information here inspiring. Do me a favor. Visit my website at www.tanyalampley.com and get connected to me there. There's a newsletter where you can sign up for information about some of the things that I have coming down the pike. I have a book that is in the works and just some really good things that I am eager to get out into the marketplace that will inspire people to live their lives to the complete fullest. 
and there's links there for my Twitter, my Facebook page, and if you would share it, I want to reach as many people as possible. We just aren't doing enough. We just aren't being intentional about building lives that are satisfactory. And I really want to be a catalyst for that level of change. So I hope you consider passing it along and don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a thing.